This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing on this steamy evening? Tom, it's mm-hmm. not steamy, just the room that we're in, and I'm no, feeling... No, it's steamy outside, Tim. Look at it. It's, fo- it's like uh, the whole neighborhood's making out out there. Fogging up the windows, oh. fogging up the windows to the studio here. Man, that'd be amazing, right? <laughs> if there were that many, no, that'd be horrifying. If there were that, we're up on the fourth floor, Tim. If there are that many people making out in the street below us to steam up these windows. Yeah, it means like the Russians dropped some sort of like a... Uh, Love bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, sure, they're doing it to distract us from whatever... <laughs> from the real issues. Yeah. Right. But like, uh, or like they're going to like walk into our store. I don't know what... They're, they're going to walk in what? And steal? <laughs> Tim, is that what you think the Russians are planning? <laughs> I don't know what the Russians are up to, Tom. Well, it's probably probably something beyond shoplifting. <laughs> Who knows? On a large scale, Tom, that's grand larceny. <laughs> that's well, yeah. Yeah. Can and I don't stand I don't Tom, I don't know about you, but I don't support grand larceny. Could even be mega larceny. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, uh, think, I don't think another country's ever invaded a country just to shoplift. Just pillaging. To that's what pillaging yeah, is. Yeah, but it, that's more from, like, people's homes and stuff. Like, no country's ever invaded a country and then just, like, all right, boys, now just remember, strictly commercial. That's well, who we're stealing from. Well, no, they could steal from everything because everybody's going to be making out on the street when they drop the love bomb. Tom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then people, you like, you'd be making out on the, the couch with your uh, lover, and then <laughs> they'd walk in. And, uh, Not me. I'd be safe up here on the fourth floor. Yeah, that's true. Oh, no. What would happen? Tom, you and I in the studio. Well, we'd have to keep the windows sealed. Yeah. Or else. Yeah. My worst nightmare. Anyway, how are you doing on this steamy evening? I'm doing fine, Tom. I'm doing... Uh, uh, the Lord's work. Yeah, exactly. How are you doing? I'm good, Tim. Uh, You're wearing a black armband, I see. Yeah, Tim, because it's... Uh, Did Superman die again? Did Doomsday kill Superman again? Listen, first off, Superman didn't act... Well, he, like, died, but he came back. I, I explained this to you earlier. <laughs> not going to repeat it again just for Sorry. the benefit of everybody. No, you're not You're not talking about the hit movie Batman v Superman. No, Superman dies in that, too. Spoiler alert, if you're... Nobody in the world has wanted to see Batman v Superman and not seen it yet. Right. A bunch of people who clearly didn't want to see it also saw it. Yeah. That was like the number one movie for weeks. Yeah. And every it was universally agreed upon that it was one of the worst movies of all time. But people were still like, yeah, but I'll go see it. And they came out like, yep, you guys were right. Worst movie of all time. Uh, I'll have to watch the extended edition when it comes out just to make sure. But I'm pretty sure it's the worst movie of all well, time. Well, it's not the worst of all time. It's definitely Suicide like... Suicide Squad takes <laughs> that. <laughs> a few months later, they topped it. Uh, no, I recently watched the extended edition of Suicide Squad, too. After hating the shorter version yeah. of it. Did you think and that then, adding a half hour would make you like it more? Well, they added 12 more minutes of the Joker, Tim. And let me tell you, these 12 minutes are twisted. 
Uh, no, it, it's even worse. Just seeing more of uh, Jared Leto's Joker was horrible. Really? I mean, it wasn't like horrible. It was just like, no, I got it the first time, and this stinks. Is that the most beloved character in like modern times is the Joker, the dumbest thing? It's not dumbest the dumbest character. thing. No, it's like you're a the guy dumb. that likes to do twisted stuff. No, it's just that in Suicide Squad, he talks the whole time like he's got vampire teeth in his mouth. He does have vampire teeth in his mouth. <laughs> he's like, oh, Batman. Well, looks like you found my Yeah, you'd plan. rather have Keith Ledger's uh, Tom Waits impression? Yeah, than a, than a guy with uh, Halloween stored uh, vampire teeth in his yeah, mouth. That's true. Uh, but anyway, Tim, what, how do we even start talking about... you're mourning Batman's death. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, uh-huh. Tim, the reason why I'm wearing the, the black armband today, for once, isn't Superman. You would notice because you would have the, the bleeding Superman uh, <laughs> logo on it. Oh, man. Uh, well, technically, it's the House of L logo. But anyway, well, technically, it's the House of L uh, shield, like their crest. Their then why did it have crest. an S on it? Uh, it's not an S. It stands for hope. It's a Kryptonian letter, Tim. You dummy. You idiot. It's a crypt. It's like a hieroglyph. And it just so happens to correspond with uh, Superman. Yeah, it looks like an S. But I think about an S looks like a snake. And you don't ever say, huh, well, that's a weird coincidence that S's look like snakes. No, snakes. Yeah, exactly. Hope. Oh, man. It's a different planet. They blew it. It's an uh, even bigger coincidence. Shepard Fairey should have made a... Obama posters with the S on it. Yeah, then people would have... Then they would have known about hope. Right. <laughs> so the reason why I'm wearing the black armband today, Tim, is because a, uh American original has has passed away today. Breaking news. Well, not breaking by the time you're hearing this. By the time you're hearing this, the funeral's probably over. Yeah, which we will be attending. <laughs> uh, James, or Michael James Jim... Delegati. Wait, his name was Michael, his middle name was James, and he went by Jim? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand how people decide these things. Well, sometimes it's not decided for you, Tim, sometimes. And also, like, people go by their middle name when they have, like, a weird first name. His yeah. first name was Michael. His middle name was James. Uh, I hate the name Michael. I'll go by Jim. Yeah. There is a there's a kid Tom uh, you know him well mm-hmm. uh, who went to uh, high school or all school with us. His first name was George. <laughs> Even college, and, Tim. We uh, went to different colleges. His name was George, and his yeah. middle name was Ryan. Uh huh. So whenever there was a substitute teacher, they'd like call the roll call, call right, and he uh-huh. went by Ryan all the time. Right. Good George apparently like in the nineties was like a weird name to have. Yeah, it's right? a weird. It's still a weird name, Tim. Mm-hmm. You always point out how weird it is that George Clooney's name is George. Yeah, that's true. It's not as weird. Is the fact that Vin Diesel's name is Vin. Well, that's not his real name. It's Vincent. It's still vehicle weird. identification number. Uh, so uh, whenever there was a substitute teacher, they'd be like, George, and like he'd be like, that's Ryan! <laughs> and then like it was only b- by his reaction that like people found out that he didn't want to be called like George. Yeah. It's fine. So, you know, I started calling him George and they tried to fight me at lunch. Was he from the jungle? Is that why he hated it? He was Was from the jungle. He was raised by wolves in the jungle. George of the jungle. Was George of the jungle raised by wolves? Wolves? I don't know know. how George wound up in the jungle and who raised them. You know what the thing is? I think it was back in the days where you didn't have to have an origin story. And it's like, (laughs) this, you know, there's a goofy guy and he swings a vine into a tree and that's good enough. You don't need to know about, uh, Oh, his parents were gunned down by a wolf in front of him. <laughs> and then the wolves raised them? Yeah. 
fell into a pit of wolves. Who died, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I told you, Michael James Jim Delgatti. Delgatti. The, the McDonald's... The, Michael... Anyway, the McDonald's franchisee who created the Big Mac nearly 50 years ago. Wow. This is the kind of uh, news that we usually break on our sister show, The News. Right. But, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes the news interrupts your regularly scheduled exactly. programming. And yeah. that's a case of this happening. Right. Uh, Non-Patreon subscribers are getting this for free, Tom. He died Monday. Oh, wait a minute. Why are we only finding out about this now? On Tuesday? No, on today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. He died Monday at home in Pittsburgh, surrounded by his family. Family spokesperson uh, Kerry Ford said that Wednesday. Guy needs a that family needs a spokesperson. <laughs> that family needs a spokesperson. And that spokesperson waits 48 hours to report on what else <clears throat> is that family up to that he's like, oh, yeah, I've got to get all these other press releases out right. before I uh, tell everyone the guy who invented the Big Mac died. Right. So he, inv he was a, a franchisee mm -hmm. that invented the Big Mac. Did it make him a rich man? Did did Ray Kroc do him uh, dirty? I doubt. <laughs> oh, dirty, yes. Yeah. Right? No. Well, I don't know. Well, let yeah, me we're explain. Gonna, we're about to get sued by the Kroc estate for the fourth time. Thanks. <laughs> thanks a lot, Tom. Delegati's franchise was based in Uniontown, not far from Pittsburgh, where he invented the chain Signature Burger in 1967 after deciding customers wanted a bigger sandwich. I had no idea the Big Mac was not a, a corporate invention. That was a franchisee. Yeah. A pioneer. It's actually, uh, I mean, here's the thing. You think like, oh, it's just a guy starting at the bottom. Every frig, you need like a million dollars to start well, a, a McDonald's I, I'll, franchise. I'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Michael Delegati, that's the son. Can you go off book now? Can our local McDonald's be <laughs> like, hey. Oh, they, 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 I'm sure, I am positive, Tim, that there are now laws. Yeah. <laughs> It's not only like a contract. It's like no, Congress passed a law in 1972 yeah. saying if you go off book, McDonald's You're get like a bloody clown shoe in the mail or something. It's probably like a subheading under like a double jeopardy, where it's like, well, you know what? Uh, they can't be tried for for murdering you again. Uh, Michael Delegati uh, said McDonald's executives told his father he could experiment with a bigger burger, but only using products the restaurant already stocked. Ooh, it's uh. Challenge a real challenge, yeah. I like it, yeah. Uh, he was often asked why he named it the Big Mac, and he said because Big Mick sounded too funny. Well, it's also horribly racist, good, yeah. It could be construed that way. You too. know, that the, the, the Big Mac wasn't the original name. What was the original name? He wanted to call it the Aristocrat, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. the, oh, come. There's, I mean, All I right. love a Big Mac, it's one of my favorite things in the world, but. Get real. Get real. This is not an aristocrat. Maybe it's like uh, a play on that old joke where it's like, we're going to put the most disgusting shit together, and then right. at the end, we're going to call it the aristocrat. Yeah. The, yeah, that's... Yeah, he's like, uh, this weird special sauce. Uh, two patties, three buns, and they're like, what do you call the burger? The aristocrat. <laughs> and nobody is going to... Uh... Like a real aristocrat isn't going to order a sandwich called the aristocrat. No. Eh. If you had a sandwich named after you, like yeah. at a local place, yeah. would you ever, you'd feel too embarrassed to get it, right? You can be like, no, oh, I know. I think the other way that I'd feel too uh, embarrassed to get anything else, let alone if other people saw me and reported it to the press, 
Right. Well, oh. originally it was it was either called that or he also wanted it to be called the Blue Ribbon Burger. That's not terrible. I it's, feel like I that mean, exists you know that's somewhere. Too, that's too... Uh, it's not unique enough. The blue, ri- you might as well but name I it like, like the deluxe. But that's when like they used to just give blue ribbons to pigs. It was before Brooklyn when everything was blue ribbon something. <laughs> so it was it was a lot more uh, prestigious when blue ribbons were only for pigs. Yeah. All right. Because that pig really had to do something. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, the son or no, Jim, uh, Michael James Jim. All right, this is confusing. Just call him Michael. Or Mr. Delgatti. (laughs) Michael James Jim Delgatti Delgatti named his son Michael Delgatti. So he didn't like the name for himself, but he gave it to his son? Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, Jim, quote unquote, Jim Delgatti. Let's call him Jim. That's a nickname. Told the Associated Press in 2006 that McDonald's resisted the idea at first because its simple lineup of hamburgers, cheeseburgers, fries, and shakes was selling well. What a 180 from today's McDonald's, Tim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where Who we've been preaching, just stick to the basics, make the basics yeah. better. They figured, why go to something else if the original menu is working so well, Delegati said. Uh, but it went over so well in Uniontown that we were allowed to bring it to two stores in Pittsburgh mm. for a couple of weeks. But listen to this, Tim. Uh, demand exploded at Delegati's sandwich. Hold on. Yes. I'm sorry. I had to take a step back. Okay. He could only, they gave him this this Rubik's Cube puzzle thing to do, like, you can only make it with the ingredients here. Yeah. And they Where ingredient- the H did he get the special sauce? They, the secret may- sauce. Maybe they had salads at that time. Uh, and they had okay. under- Probably not. That was 1967. They yeah. weren't serving salads. Nobody ate McDonald's. salads then. He could maybe. Nobody, they- I think in the 60s, before the 90s, I don't think anybody ever ate a salad <laughs> or drank a glass of water. <laughs> I think the, uh, they probably weren't, they were probably like, look, you want to go buy a Thousand Island dressing from the store, that's fine. But you want to make a bigger burger. We're not going to make bigger beef to accommodate right. this. And that's when well, Where are we going to find cows that big? Yeah. And that's when he struck upon the idea of like, I'll put one burger on top of another right. burger. Uh, so it went over so well, they brought it to a few stores in Pittsburgh. It exploded to the rest of his 47 stores in Pennsylvania. So this was not... Yeah, this was like, not a, like a local a, fry cook's uh, yeah. uh, stroke of genius. This guy had 49 stores in Pennsylvania in 1967. Yeah, he freaking uh, invented that. He cooked it up in the back of his Rolls Royce. Yeah, he was just like, how do we get a more expensive burger? Yeah, he uh, real scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here, Tim, is how nimble McDonald's used to be. That uh, this all happened in 1967, mm-hmm. 1968. It's on the national menu. I mean, yeah, it's a year. It's a, a year. A, it's a good sandwich, Tom. A year, Tim, when they had to, like, uh, you know, telegraph the other restaurants. <laughs> yeah, but get this. Once somebody took a bite of uh, New Delgatti's uh, aristocrat. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, it seems weird to me, Tom. Uh-huh. The McNugget. Yeah. Wasn't even around until the the early 80s, we learned. Yeah. The same guy who invented the McRib. Yeah, that guy can go screw, though. What? That guy can go screw. You can go screw. You know what? The McNugget's good. The the McRib, get out of town, is what I said. But that's not that guy's fault. He was just doing the best with what he had. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I want to see... 
I mean, really, that guy's claim to fame is just uh, like, uh, if you take meat and you uh, chop it up enough, you can shape it into things that don't look disgusting. <laughs> That's true. It's, a, it's a, a wonderful legacy to have. Do you think he has a spokesman? Do you think... Uh, the creator of the Arch Deluxe's no. uh, family has a <laughs> spokesperson. Del- no, Tim, uh, I could go on forever. The Arch Deluxe, I think... It had a the- more adult taste. Yeah, I think the problem there is that that is a, uh, a byproduct of the corporate stru- uh, structure. Yeah, it's like, uh, what's a camel, right? Exactly, a horse engineered by committee. Yep. That's what the Arch Deluxe is. The Arch Deluxe is a Big Mac engineered by committee. You know what? I'll, I won't sit here and have you speak ill of the Arch Deluxe. Look, uh, I love the Arch Deluxe. Sam, I love corporate America. But, uh, but you know, uh, a fact's a fact. Yeah. Tom, here's something I didn't learn. You don't learn these things until... Uh, <laughs> Sadly, uh, an American hero dies. He was 98, and he ate one every week. Was that what you were going to say? No. He was 98, and he ate one every week. Yeah, you can eat you can eat garbage once a week. And live to 98? Yeah. That's like as long as RoboCop lived. Oh, hold on one second. I got an email from a man named Klaus, and I don't know. Tim, we're not here to talk about Big Macs today, for God's sake. We're we're here to talk about cowboys. Of course. (laughs) Like we are every week, we're here to talk about cowboys. This week's topic is cowboys. Yeah, why is this week's topic cowboys? Tim, I've just been thinking a lot about cowboys. Uh, And we're not going to talk about this, but I've been watching Westworld. Westworld's good, Tim. You should watch Westworld. Oh, that's why you're... Okay. This makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you should watch it. I'm not going to watch Westworld. You should watch it. You like it. I got burned by J.J. Abrams no, in the past. He, he it won't happen again. He won't do it again. He came on in the beginning of the show and said, guys, I learned my lesson. I'm not going to do it again. No, honestly, and no spoilers, and I'm not going to talk about it a lot, but they did a very good job of setting up mysteries, and uh, episode nine just aired. Uh, by the time this comes out, the finale will there. Cool. But episode nine, like, solved all the mysteries, pretty much. It, like, to the degree where you're kind of like, all right, then what's the, what's the next season actually going to be? But, um, Tom, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching things. I don't want to no, watch something even, that's a puzzle. But even the mysteries... Watch, if it's cowboys, I just want to see them do <sighs> rodeo tricks. <laughs> but even the mysteries, they're good mysteries where it's not like... Uh, all the mysteries you figure out on the way. Right. But they don't uh, They don't play... I still think everything has to be like, oh, I, you have to solve this thing yeah, that you watch. No, it's not necessarily like that. I'm not, I'm not, it's I'm not Agatha mi- Christie, Tom, <sighs> and you can't make me. It's just that there are be. mysteries, and you're like, oh, I think I know where this is heading, and then they're like, guess what? You were right. It makes you feel like a real smart guy when you're watching. A real big man, huh? <laughs> yeah, for once in my life, well, I feel like a big man. Congratulations. But the show, Tim, uh, front to back cowboys. Well, I mean, not front to back. Sometimes I hear there's a lot of nude women on the show. Yeah, some well, nude men, nude women. You see it all, Tim. Uh, but not normally in the wild west. Normally, you see uh, the naked robots in like the uh, robots. Yeah, in the. But like, I thought this uh, was some sort of West World. Tim, it's a West World where people go on vacation to pretend to be cowboys. I don't care about this. You see, who but anyway, cares? you see the naked robots when they're in the back getting repairs or Great. whatever. Great, okay, awesome. That's, that's <laughs> I know just... that's the only reason why you'll watch. 
Tim. I mean, for I'm, robot repairs. Yeah, and unfortunately, the robots have skin over them, so you don't even really get to see the naked robots. <gasps> I want to see those gears, baby? <laughs> yeah, show me those gears and pistons. <whistles> but so everybody's looking to be a cowboy nowadays. Now, right? Is this is this true? <laughs> um, uh, there is going to be like a. Uh, there's going to be like. Uh, trend pieces about people like uh, becoming oh, cowboys yeah. because of Westworld. Yeah, I mean, is that like did people uh, watch The Sopranos and go like, "Hey, that looks like a pretty cool lifestyle. Maybe I'll become." Yeah, like people go get mafioso. into crime every day, Tom. Well, I mean, we're from Long Island. We're from a place where literally they did see Sopranos and they were like, "Hey, it's a pretty cool way to dress." Yeah. So yeah. yes. So <laughs> what I'm saying is yes, people do that. Yeah, but maybe and they're like also. Crime, that seems yeah. to pay. Yeah, well, it does. Tim, I'm here to tell you crime doesn't pay. I've been... I've been uh, I won't believe you unless you rap about it. I've been hired by your parents to have a talk with you. <laughs> um, so anyway, though, cowboys. Tim, I have a, a few questions for you to... Oh, uh, no. No, just kind of gauge your cowboy aptitude. All right. Have you ever... Do you own or have you owned... Uh, a uh, cowboy boots or a cowboy hat? Mm. Uh, keep in mind you are under oath. I'm well aware I'm under oath, Tom. Yeah. Uh, it's a very long process at the beginning of every episode. It's, uh, I never saw the value in it, and now I understand right. why it's finally paying off. Um, I don't... No, no, I don't think so. I almost bought cowboy boots as a goof... <laughs> When I was in Austin, Texas, but buying cowboy goose, a, a cowboy boots as a goof, not cowboy goofs. That's a different yeah. thing. Uh, cowboy boots. Are, that's an expensive goof, Tim. No, not at these places. Because it was not like, at these prices. It was like, uh, yeah, not at these <laughs> prices. It wasn't. It was. It was goof level pri- pricing. Because <laughs> okay. there were a bunch of us there. Yeah, and it was oh, like there was uh, like a group discount. <laughs> well, it was like buy two pairs, get the third free. Okay, three of us go so in there. Thirty three percent off. Yeah. That's it's a steal. Um, still didn't do it. And I went down there in well, 2006, and boots? I was like, and they were like, "Wow, you guys better act fast on this deal." <laughs> I went back <laughs> down there in 2015. Uh-huh. Store had the same deal going on. Same I didn't boots. Have to, yeah, I didn't have to. You act fast. to blow the dust off them. Yeah. Um, how much were the boots? Uh, I don't. I don't. Know. You don't remember? You were there last year. Yeah. Ballpark. The, it's freaking. Boot uh, prices, $60, $70. After the <laughs> buy two, get one free, or before the buy two? Probably before. I what don't do know what quality a, these a, boots are. Uh, to go? Buy, Off the rack? No, wait. Buy, uh, BT go? A BOGO. No, oh. that's buy one, get one free. Buy two, get a uh, B2 go. B2 go. B-T-O, Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> oh. Bachman Turner <laughs> Overdrive. Yeah, BTO. Tim, you're like one of these uh, robots on Westworld glitching out. <laughs> I don't understand the reference, Tom. All right, so 60 bucks, you consider that goof territory. Yeah, sure. All right. To N- come back here waltzing around in some cowboy boots? Yeah. I, I should ask you the same, the same question, but you are not under oath. You're dressed <laughs> as a bailiff. You're the one yeah. who would... Uh, administered the oath, but uh, I'm trusting you on this one. Yeah. And, well, I was the bailiff. Now I'm the prosecutor. Right. Uh, uh, cowboy hat or cowboy boots? Uh, permission to treat the witness as hostile. You're uh, the witness at this point. <laughs> no, you're the witness. We I'm switched. cross-examining you. 
who originally examined me? That hey, that's between you and your doctor. Uh, okay, so you you've not owned cowboy boots or uh, uh, cowboy hat. Have you ever shot a, a handgun? You know damn well I've shot a gun, but not a handgun. Yeah. No, th- these guys aren't all handguns. They're riflemen too. Yeah, sometimes. More often than handguns. Uh, not when there's a Depends a duel. on what kind of cowboy we're talking about. Yeah. Duels. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Right. Uh, I think you mean showdown stuff. <laughs> Third question. Have you ever ridden a horse? Hell no. God, no. You've never ridden a horse? First of all, calm down. <laughs> all right. Of course, I've never ridden a horse. You know, damn May the well record I, show I am calm. I... I can't stand horses. They're huge and terrifying what, and jumpy. So then uh, wouldn't you jumpy? like to, uh, to exert your dominion over a horse? No, I'm not a freaking weirdo. <laughs> you don't want to show you, a horse? Horses do their thing. Tim does my thing. You don't want to show a horse who's boss? No, I don't need to show. I'm not like that, Tom. Well, if you don't show a horse who's Have boss. Have you ridden a horse? If you don't show a horse who's boss, they're going to show you who's bo- boss by kicking you in the head one day when you're standing behind so him. So I've never stood behind a horse in my life. Oh, that was my next question. Have you ever stood behind a horse? No, I know what happens to people. Uh, Tim, I have ridden a horse once. When? In the desert. Uh, in what our, was the horse's name? Uh, who knows? Uh, I, I rode a horse in the desert, uh, in Arizona, uh, went on like a horse excursion. Cool. I guess. Oh, what a cowboy. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And, um, well, so this was my grandparents moved to, uh, I I didn't, I didn't ask. They moved, (laughs) they moved to Arizona to retire because my grandpa had this like crazy idea that he was a cowboy. Even though he was born and raised so in... This is about more than just Westworld, huh, yeah. Tom? He was born and raised in Manhattan. Uh, and then, you know, like... An once, urban cowboy. Yeah. Well, once he had a family, he moved out to Long Island. But then they retired to uh, Arizona. And People he, do that without becoming cowboys, though. Well, not my grandpa. He became a full-on cowboy. He bought a horse. He got cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. And he used to wear them when he came back to New York all the time, which is very embarrassing. Like, uh, it's like when you went out with Crocodile Dundee. It's like, why are you wearing all that Outback gear? You're in the city now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, uh, bolo ties. You wore bolo ties? Tim, I'm telling you, the whole nine yards as far as uh, being a cowboy goes. Wow. Uh, well done. Yeah, but like he wasn't really a cowboy even when he was in Arizona. Tom, can I ask you a question? Uh-huh. And this might sound silly. Yeah. What is a cowboy? boy who uh moves cows around right so it's a but the the pop culture definition has expanded to like uh uh anybody that rides a horse and wears no, boots not anybody that rides a horse and wears and boots. wears boots oh the hat and a you cowboy hat, hat yeah yeah well it's just again most cowboy well not again i guess we haven't explained what a cowboy is yeah <laughs> Tell me, tell me, because I I really don't understand. Is it just a rancher? Pretty much. I mean, it's somebody like cowboys. I don't understand. It's not a rancher. I don't understand how anything west of the Mississippi works at all. Just like so, like I don't understand. Of course you don't, Tim. You're city folk. Yeah, um, I I I don't understand like uh, uh, 
what a ranch is. Like when they're when I read in the news, like mm-hmm. I get all uh, like bent out of shape when they talk about like uh, the, these Bundy doofuses. Uh, uh, Al Bundy, Peg Bundy, <laughs> Bud Bundy. Yeah, Tim, I was going to say, it's uh, Married with Children. I don't think it's being covered much in the news. <laughs> it's something like, It's destroying our moral fiber. <laughs> no, no, no. These, uh... Sorry about these Who's Bundy. that? Eamon Bundy and, yeah. uh... Clive, Clive and Clive and Bundy. Clive and Eamon. What a bunch of those are. Are they names. cowboys though? No, they're not cowboys. They're, they're militiamen. Talk, I get, a, I get all upset because uh, they're like on the news. They're like they're they're uh, uh, they're animals are grazing mm-hmm. on <laughs> as, on federal lands, and yeah. I'm like, ooh, these scoundrels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. Do what, you imagine that they're like? You know, like, uh, like outside the Pentagon, <laughs> like, ooh, get your cows away from no, that see, federal I land. I don't, I don't understand. Like, uh, I don't know what grazing is. Uh-huh. Um, but I They're get all, on the South Lawn of the White House. Yeah, oh, I, I, that's yeah, just... I get all angry, and it's just like, it's just by nature of like the people who are also who are angrily tweeting about it. I'm like, they're on my side, so I'm against these guys. But I never like looked up like what's grazing. Uh, what's a what's a, what's wanna, a cow? You don't understand what a graze what grazing is. Is it just they're eating the grass? They're eating the grass. Okay, why yeah, don't we nature, say this? Why don't we say lawnmower. their cows are eating the grass? <laughs> because that doesn't fully explain it, Tim. They're, so what else are they pooping? Yeah, they're pooping and they're walking around and they're farting. Mm. So th- that's the weird thing. But they're the Bundys aren't cowboys. You're telling me no. But they have cows. They're ranchers. Yeah, but you just told me that cowboys, cowboys are pretty much ranchers. Kind of. But cowboys, for the most part, they move cows from one place to another. Right. Like if a bunch of cows need to go from one place to another, you get some cowboys, and that's what their job is. What about is. trucks? What about trucks? Well, no, but... trucks can get there on their own. They don't need cowboys. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what I'm saying, Tom, uh-huh. I think you misunderstood me here. Why don't you put the cows in trucks? Oh, cowboys can't drive. Are you going to have a horse pull that truck? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Several uh, Tim, horses. Yeah, nowadays you can put... No, Tim, you're, oh, you're missing the point of grazing. Tom, I'm just asking questions. How is a cow going to graze inside a truck? You drive him to where he needs to graze. Mm-hmm. He gets out of the truck. He grazes. Yeah, but then the cow's still moving. Cows like to move. They like See, move. I don't know this. Uh, they like to move. Yeah, okay, I heard, yeah I see? Heard, I heard earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you the first time, Tom. So cows like to move around, <sighs> Tim. Uh, so why are you going to waste all that money on a truck when you can have a cowboy just be like, hey, you know the thing? Because you, you presume, I've seen city slickers, you need uh-huh. more than one cowboy. Yeah, you get a few cowboys. Yeah, you need one truck you driver need... to drive a truck full of cows. Yeah, but you're wasting all that money on gas. Uh, when a cow, cows are going to just feed uh, all cow- these cowboys beans. Better feed the cowboys than feed the cows. That's what my grandma used to say. Wow. Well, she was a real cowgirl, huh? Yeah. Because you don't want to uh, uh, look. It's you, This is the way to do it, Tim. It's all the way right. we've always done it. Okay. That's fine. So they need to be. So a cow needs to get from, from point A to point yeah, B. Yeah, but let's let's. Let's see, where is point A and where is point Why can't a cow just live in one place and graze and sleep in the same place? Because a lot of times people are selling cows from one farm to another. 
I don't think that happens that, that often. Tim, are you kidding me? That happens all the time. Really? Yeah. The cow trade is really... Yeah, because some, some farms, it's like all we do is like we make more cows. You know, we got bulls and we got cows. And, you know, when we're not looking, they do you know what. And then baby cows come out. And then we raise those baby cows. And then we sell them to... Don't uh, we sell them before they're grown? Uh, maybe, maybe we do a pre-sale, but you, 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 before they're grown. What do you mean? All the way? Baby cows? You sell a calf. No, you don't want, if you're, if you're a dairy farmer, Tim, or, uh. <laughs> I, look, Tom, <laughs> if anybody but you was telling me this stuff, uh-huh. I'd have an open mind. You don't know the answers to any of these questions. I know all the answers. Why are Tim, you yelling at me? If you're dare, because it's frustrating <laughs> to have somebody so uh, uh, out of touch with. Right. Uh, okay, so explain to me. The, if, uh, if I'm a dairy farmer, Tim, the last thing I need is baby cows run around ruining everything. <laughs> I've got a lifestyle to maintain. I want, but sell me those cows full grown. Right. So I don't have to raise them myself. So then what happens? Though? Well, I'll so tell they you what hire happens a cowboy or yeah. cow, many cowboys. Yeah. They a few cowboys. walk they walk they the don't cowboys. Walk, they the, ride on a horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. But the And cows respect but, horses. You need that, that there is too. Is that true? Yeah, cows respect horses. And they're gonna stay in line and they're gonna stay in a group better with horses around. Right. Horses don't take a lot of shit. Right. So you hire a couple cowboys. Mm-hmm. And they uh, get on a horseback, on a horse's back. Yeah. And they... Each of them have their own horses. And the horses... Yeah. They're in on it, too. Walk the cows from the seller to the buyer? Yeah. Or What if it's hundreds of miles? Then you got an adventure on your hands. (laughs) And And they also trade cows, because think about if you got all the milk you can out of a cow... What are you going to do with it? You're going to sell it to be cut up, turned into hamburgers. I can't actually believe that this is the way that it still goes. <laughs> this is the way. And also, Tim, sometimes like the cows are up in the mountains, and but then when winter comes, it's like it's going to get cold. So bring the cows from the mountains down to the valley. We're going to get emails about this, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, saying, wow, thank you so much for finally explaining how all this works. I'm a cowboy, and I didn't even completely understand, but you explained it perfectly. Day in the life of a cowboy, Tom. Yeah. Go through it. Uh, You get up at the crack of dawn. Right, of course. Uh, The roosters crow, probably. Tim, there aren't roosters out on the range. What, are you kidding me? No. These are working farms. No, not when they're out on the range, when they're out actually. What is a range? Tim, it's the place from point A to point B, that's Uh, the range. The range is just... uh... No man's land? No, actually, because you can be home on the range. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. This is a mis- <laughs> very misleading song otherwise. Uh, but who knows? Somebody who's a songwriter, they're not going to know the ins Taking and out. some artistic yeah. license. You know what, Tim? They got to look at what words rhyme. Yeah. What worms? What? Oh, word, you know what? What? Maybe I think I figured out this song. Mm-hmm. Home on the range. Yes. It's like you feel at home, like it's a cowboy yeah, song. Yeah, it's, it's home to the cowboy. Yeah, he's anybody like, uh, else? I, I don't have a. I don't have. I'm. I'm out here uh, in no man's land. Yeah, 
to coin a phrase. Right, but I'm going to call it the range because that sounds less dangerous. Yeah, although Billy Joel has a bitchin' song called No Man's Land. Opens yeah. up his River of Dreams album. Well, Should we just talk about Billy Joel? No, for we're not. Uh, we're certainly not going to talk about River of Dreams. And also, Billy Joel wasn't around for Cowboys. You know what? What? Uh, my parents are at a Billy Joel concert as we speak. What? And w- uh, we didn't get an invite. Anyway, back to Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, the Ballad of Billy the Kid. Another great uh, Billy Joel song. Is that about him though? Is he Billy the Kid in that song? Uh, guess what? It's mostly about the outlaw Billy the Kid. Right. But then he draws parallels to his own life in the last verse. Tim, he does the same thing in Piano Man. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Tim, you ever uh, you ever have something you really need to get off your chest? Constantly, Tom. Constantly? You're yeah. just walking around, you want to tell people you hate them or you love them or you... Uh, you know where the treasure is buried. Interesting, you went negative first, but yeah, no, I, there's I said a lot of things. Love second, and then the treasure. That's also the positive. treasure is the is the wild card. We it could be good or it could be bad. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start affecting us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Uh, as everybody knows, we're, we're big, uh, proponents of therapy on this podcast. Love uh, it. Uh, we, we, we think it's, uh, something anyone can, uh, can benefit from. It's not just, uh, people who have been through traumatic experiences or going through a rough patch. Uh, even if you're doing good, maybe you can do better. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give better help a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Tim, I I have a question for you about Cowboys. One of the few things I don't know. Well, clearly I'm the authority, so. You would think with cowboys moving all these, what is a cowboy drink? Whiskey. You would think a cowboy drink milk. He's moving all these cows around. He's got all the milk. No, he doesn't. You know what? You never touch the merchandise. (laughs) Tim. Because then you bring them to the next ranch, Tom, or Uh whatever, and they're like, yeah, these cows have been fiddled with. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody set their hands all over these cows. These cows have been milked dry. Yeah. No, Tim. They I go up to him and go <laughs> out of the out of the udders, and then uh, condensed milk comes out. Yeah, and they go, "We can't do this. We can't use this." Uh, no, they'd be drinking milk more. So what do you? So you think that's just you just never see a cowboy drinking milk. I don't and, see and a and cowboy really doing anything, Tom. Tim, you see a cowboy doing all kinds of things: lassoing, shooting, uh, right. drinking. Yeah. Having sex with prostitutes. 
See, but where are the prostitutes coming from on the they're, range, Tom? They're not on the range, Tim. You you pull into town. Maybe. So right, listen. Here's my question, right. Tom. Uh huh. What do you do with all the cows when you pull into town? You're a cowboy after all. You're no, that's to the be thing. Watching after these cows. Look, I'm going to tell you why all the cowboys are going to the the house of ill repute. Because they're delivering the cows somewhere. They got a, a a fistful of cash, and they're finally back in some form of civilization. They're not on the range anymore. The right. only place where they feel at home. And the cows are safely. The cows are safe. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Baby, they're yours. The cows, the rancher's happy. The cows are happy. The cowboy's happy. He And like I said, he's got a, a fistful of uh, the balloons. Dollars. Fistful of dollar bills. Yeah. And so he goes to the, the, uh, the whorehouse. Okay. Yeah. Has sex with a prostitute. Has sex with a prostitute. Mm, while somebody plays the piano <laughs> downstairs. Well, sometimes they have player pianos, Tim. They ain't even need a person to play it. Man, I would love to get my hands on a player piano. They seem like... The thing I'm always amazed at with player pianos, and again, maybe this is something they're just not showing us this side of the Wild West. Right. Side one, that cowboys are always drinking milk out on the range. And like... That's and it's going to be hot milk because yeah. it's coming right yeah, out of the Yeah, I think that's probably why they didn't. It's not a refreshing. People always drink beverage. hot milk on the range. Uh, I mean, in the old everywhere, people are drinking hot milk. I don't know. I don't know where you're getting this information, Tom. I don't know what Westworld's telling you. <laughs> so, so uh, strange thing number one: you never see cows drinking milk. Strange, you never see cows drinking uh, <laughs> milk. That's gross. <laughs> well, calves you'd see drinking milk. Baby calves. Thing number yeah. one: you never see ca- uh, cowboys drinking milk. Right. Thing number two, I feel like a player piano has got to be real fiddly. Like a lot of real maintenance. Finicky, real uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it's just always not working but right. Damn, if it isn't worth it, huh? Oh, it's worth it. But I just feel like, what's the first thing that happens when there's a piano out in the open anywhere? Some doofus starts playing Some it. doofus goes over and starts playing chopsticks. Yeah. That happens on the player Heart piano. Heart and soul sometimes. <laughs> That play, somebody does that on the player piano, Tim. They're going to screw up all the gears. That's not true, Tom. My grandparents had a player piano. <gasps> My non-cowboy grandparents. <laughs> well, maybe they used to be cowboys. Yeah, maybe. That's or probably or at they... the very least, they owned a saloon. Yeah. Uh, I'll thank you not to, to go down that route. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but uh, uh, you could play that piano. While it was... Not while it's playing it, no. but who would have the audacity Somebody, may, maybe that piano, the player piano is playing one part of Heart and Soul, and some joker comes over and is like, oh, I'll play the other part. Yeah, that's true. I think it does a thing that, where like, it that's locks on the, all the that, keys. That's on the, the uh, player piano uh, music maker, though. Yeah, it's just like you, yeah, you can't oh, record just one you, half of uh, Heart and Soul if and you ordered, that, put that out on the marketplace. If you ordered from the, the player piano ribbon factory Heart and Soul and they only send you half of it. Yeah, I'd be <sighs> furious. Through the roof. Yeah, they're open, opening themselves up to a ton of lawsuits. Yeah. Uh, so how we get on talking about player pianos? Oh yeah, just that they'd be fiddly. Yeah, all right. I, I imagine they are. I always thought that loading the roll into it would be a, a tenuous process. Can they play? Can you put like a playlist? No, right? I don't think so. Yeah, you gotta switch it out every song. Yeah. And at that point, it's like you gotta hire somebody to switch it out every song. Just hire a piano player. I mean, not a. You can. I I enjoy DJing at a party. 
Yeah, but not if every time you have to like unload a uh, like a, a big uh, what do you call that? Like a scroll. Yeah. And then I don't you know. gotta get on the pegs, right? Maybe you just hire someone to do it. Um, if you were in the old west, Tim, what job would you have? What job would you like, and what job would you have? I don't. Nothing about the old west appeals to me. Tom. No, not even the 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 lack of laws. Lawlessness. Not even the player pianos. <laughs> the player pianos are uh, seem nice, but also like I don't know. I I could just freaking uh, go to my grandparents' house. I mean, not anymore. Right. Well, not during this time either, Tim. You're in a time machine. Your grandparents aren't around yet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. the The old west mm-hmm. has has nothing for me. Right. Like lawlessness. I thrive on the rule of law, Tom. <laughs> right. I thrive on nobody like uh, trying to like uh, murder me or rob me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. These are some of my favorite things about <laughs> uh, so far living in modern times. So far. <laughs> I mean, there are going to be people that are going to try to murder me. <laughs> Maybe not murder, but rob me at some point. Tim, the way you said these are my favorite things so far about living in modern times strongly implies that you have time traveled here from the past. <laughs> What you're talking that is a about, very then. suspicious statement. Um, oh, what I mean is what's modern now isn't going to be modern in five years. Uh-huh. So, so far, yeah. So what far, I so currently good. know but is there might, modern times. There might be some modern inventions that are you're going to be alive. That I like way better than not getting robbed. Right, like a home ice cream machine. Right. They have those now, but not... not a, what you really want is like a home Keurig, you know? Keurig? Yeah. Keurig? Wait, yeah. they have those for the home. No. You bought one. You have one. No, I'm saying you want one of those for ice cream. Oh, well, use it for the home. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, you put in like a... Like in a... The, you've got like an ice Are cream. Are we talking soft serve here? Yeah, soft okay. serve. Yeah, because I was like, you can just you buy got... a thing of briars, put that in the freezer. <sighs> it's there whenever you need it. Yeah, but then I got to scoop it myself. Yeah, no, no, no. But if you're talking soft serve, you're right. You're right. Listen, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. It's not related to the Old West. Okay. Is ice, cr- <laughs> ice cream you buy at the supermarket, has it gotten softer or have our freezers gotten warmer? Um, I don't, I, I disagree with the premise. <laughs> what? What do you mean you disagree with the premise? I, it, it's easier nowadays to scoop ice cream than I, it's ever been. I disagree. What? I think this might be your specific <laughs> freezer that you are... Oh, that's what I'm saying, that, Tim. I think I've got a bad freezer. Yeah, why wouldn't you think that? You thought they changed all ice cream or all freezers? Yeah, because what's the number one complaint about ice cream you buy at the store? Too cold, you can't scoop it out. That's why there's a whole cottage industry around ice cream scoopers. Ice cream scooper is always going to be necessary. Tom. Ice cream scooper, no, but like ice cream scoopers that you can put in the microwave and warm them up. I guess, <laughs> but that doesn't. That's not. I don't think that's unique to store bought ice cream. I think it, the 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 fine people at Friendlies have that same problem. Well, but that's fine. That's for them to deal with. Their problem's not my problem. If I'm buying ice cream from a store. I don't want the same problems that a friendlies has to deal with. Or otherwise, I just go to friendlies. That's true. Part of the part of the markup is so you don't have to deal with that. Yeah, that's their frustration. <laughs> so you don't have to deal with it. Yeah, but that's. I just remember 
when we were growing up, and maybe it's just that different people are marketing to me than when I was a kid. Yeah. I feel like every other ad on TV was a new solution to scooping ice cream. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. It, no, hundred percent, it, it was true. It was either new ice cream scoops that you could warm up, or I've never seen this product at all. Or just run it under hot water. You oh, not. that only lasts so long. Or it was ice cream that was easier to scoop being advertised on TV. What ice cream was easier to scoop? Um, there was ice cream that was easier to scoop that they were like, you know, tell your parents there's new ice cream in town. Um, nowadays, with, with lithium-ion battery technology, Tim, I'm surprised there aren't self-heating ice cream scoops. Maybe there are. Maybe I'll be proved wrong. Yeah. Because it just seems like, like, why can't I plug an ice cream scoop into my computer, charge it up, you, Tom, you're the only person I know that embraces uh, USB as a power source. I'm like, oh, yeah, you can plug this. Uh, well, let me ask you a question, Tim. Do you have a smartphone? No. Oh, well, then I guess yeah. you haven't embraced USB as a power nah. service. Tim, no, people Tim like, I'm sick people of reminding you that like, you're under keep, oath. This will keep your coffee warm. Uh, plug it into your computer at work. What kind of sad freaking cubicle-dwelling Dilbert mm-hmm. has to buy a thing? Oh, yeah, I need to keep my the saddest product that has ever lived. Well, at least, Anything that you well, like. Well, at least one of those people isn't so sad that they perjured themselves on this podcast, Tim. As you just have. Uh, I've always been tempted to buy one of those coffee warmers. Yeah, of course. It doesn't seem like they they work that well or else you'd see them all the time. Why don't you just drink your dang coffee like a normal person? Because sometimes it's too hot, Tim. But then you're going to want to warm it further? (sighs) No, it's not to warm it further. It's to keep it warm. I do not follow this logic. Counselor, objection. You know who loves coffee? Cowboys. It was a big cowboy thing, Tim. Yeah, it was. Because you could... Uh, coffee and beans, right? Yeah, I feel like beans. What did they eat if they weren't eating beans, Tom? Uh, yeah, you can jerky. Get fresh food a lot of jerky. You think? Yeah, because they needed things. What did anybody eat back then? <laughs> they needed things that could travel well. So no fresh meat, no uh, fresh vegetables. Maybe some root vegetables. Right. You know that steak and potatoes. That'll keep a little longer. But you yeah. can't really have steak. No, I mean, unless uh, there was an incident with one of the cows. One yeah, of the but cows you get, I, I imagine you get in a lot of trouble for that. Well, and <laughs> if you just cut a slice out of one of the cows. <laughs> yeah, the there's cows a steak set. There's a porterhouse-shaped uh, hole hey, in one of the Hey, where's the cows? T-bone in this <laughs> cow? Uh, yeah, because it would be very wasteful to, to slaughter a cow for one steak because yeah. you're not going to bring that cow around. No. And you'd have to tie so many cows together to drag one dead cow along with you. Yeah, they'd probably, you'd probably just leave the cow, right? Yeah, and overnight, you're not, overnight is not nearly enough time to make jerky. Right. Yeah, so they had jerky, they had beans, and they had coffee. Uh, but the coffee cow cowboys drank, Tim, really, uh, you know, probably not up to your uh, haughty toddy uh, uh, bourgeoisie. What do you mean? The cafe standards. I don't. I don't drink fancy coffee. You yeah. drink fancier coffee than I do. No. You use that AeroPress. Yeah. Well, that's not fancy, Tim. That's just a man with a dream, an inventor. Yeah. Just but like, like the inventor of the Big Mac. That's true. 
Aero gym. presses are great. They're like $25. Yeah, they're fine, but they're they're very much uh, the realm of coffee snobbery. Yeah, they are, but a coffee snob who uh, will not be fooled by high prices, Tim, because some people buy very expensive machines. Tom, let's yeah. talk about these uh, tools that modern uh, uh, cowboys Modern use. cowboys? Yeah. What were we talking about? Smartphones? No, firearms. Fitness trackers. <laughs> uh, one thing is uh, you're all, always having to scare off or kill other animals. Yeah, like wolves, coyotes. Coyotes. Yeah, why that's why they've got guns. And guess what? Guess what else? What? Rabid skunks. That's a thing? Yeah. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. Because normally a skunk is kind of afraid of things, right? Yeah. But a rabid skunk presumably doesn't have that fear in them. Yeah. I mean, it seems to be... Rabid skunks would attack cows? I guess so, because the, the way it's listed here, mm-hmm. that uh, modern ranch hazards are rattlesnakes, coyotes, and rabid skunks. Yeah. Seems uh, seems crazy to me that that would be number three on the list of things to look out for. I mean, it's... I mean, they're probably just... If they're rabid, they're probably just spraying their stink all day every yeah. day. Well, they only have so much stink, Tim. When I was in first grade... I know, Tom. I did a whole report on skunks in first grade. Well, maybe you can answer me this question then. I have um, a skunk man. I'll try. A skunk man. He was a bad guy. He one of the bad guys to He-Man. Mm-hmm, I remember. He still smells like a skunk. The action figure, not the man, not the cartoon. But uh, I saw the action figure still smells. How do they do that? I don't know. That's, That's like not really a, what skunk related. That's more He's toy manufacturing. Man. How is it not related? Jesus, I'm, I'm a skunk Make yourself expert. sound like a real idiot. I, Maybe uh, their third threat though uh, was really far down. You know. Yeah, so it's like 90% rattlesnakes and coyotes, and then like 10%. Uh, You're also going to need a knife, Tom. Okay. A folding cattle knife or stock knife. Uh, For threatening the the cows? Um, Oh, no, a leather punch. I guess you lose a lot of weight out there on the range, so you got to punch another hole (laughs) in your belt. So I have to bring a whole tool just to... It's part of the knife. Why don't I just go ahead and cut the holes in the belt in the first place? I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm just... Look. You're busy beforehand. You're not always thinking about it. Well, if I'm out on the range uh, carrying around a leather punch, one less thing. It's part of a knife, too, Tom. You can open... Oh, come on. Cowboys don't have Swiss Army knives. <sighs> All right. You're going to need a lasso or a lariat. Duh. Yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> All right. Well, if you know so much about lassos uh-huh. or lariats... Mm-hmm. Uh, only, tell, only city folks call them lariats. Tell me what the loop at the end of uh, a lasso is called. It's called, uh, what it's for is for catching cows. No, no, what's it, what is it I called? I told you what it's for. It's for catching the what cows. What is it called? I'll give you $100. The loop. Is it called a hondo? I don't think so. You missed a hondo for a hondo. It uh, doesn't sound like a cowboy word, Tim. Uh, you're going to need some spurs. Yep. Riding a horse seems like a real... You, you're hurting the horse. No, when I've ridden a horse, I haven't needed spurs. Yeah, then why do the cowboys need them? Uh, I think a lot of cowboys hate horses. 
Yeah. They're just real It's mean. ironic that they're called cowboys, but they're, they got to ride around on horses all day. <laughs> yeah. Must be demeaning. Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't like if they were called horse boys. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> cowboys I is... just came back from the range. It's full of horse boys. We have to get out of here. So... What do you feel about, like, do you consider, like, rodeo cowboys cowboys? Are you a traditionalist in that, like, only 1800s, only Wild West uh, cowboys are cowboys? Well, I mean, there's cowboys and there's Wild West cowboys. Which do you prefer? Wild West cowboy. What would what be you your job in the Wild West? Being a Wild West cowboy, Tim. I don't think you'd be good at it, I'd Tom. I'd be so good at it, Tim. Tom, I'd I be... went camping with you a few yeah. weeks ago. You almost died. Yeah, because I didn't have a six-shooter with me, let alone two. You didn't have six-shooters. I think I'd be real good at duels. And not duels. Really? Showdowns. Where you take paces and then turn, yeah. and then you go, yeah. <laughs> for For the listener at home, Tim just mimed loading a six shooter right as he shot it um i'm a really good shot tom i know that not to be true what do you mean you know that not to be true i've been to the shooting range with you isn't it weird that we've shot guns yeah i'm good with a gun i'm good with a bow and arrow so if uh if there was a problem between uh uh cowboys and native americans tim and i had to take a bow and arrow still be pretty good with it so you'd still want to kill all the Native Americans? No, Tim, what I'm saying is maybe I'd take up arms with them and use the, uh, you know, fight against the cowboys. Maybe I'd be a cowboy turncoat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, a true scoundrel, huh? <laughs> hey, whoever pays the most. Uh, what job would I do? Uh, I feel like... Uh... <laughs> the doctor? I think <laughs> if we traveled back in time to the uh, Wild West... yeah. We'd be far more qualified than any doctor to uh, treat people. Oh, absolutely. Because right? we wouldn't be like, uh, here, put some leeches on this. Yeah. Uh, Although, I don't know what I'd do, especially because like, the internet wouldn't work. Yeah. I'd probably just diagnose everybody with consumption. Yeah. What is consumption? <laughs> the flu? <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, it's a bad case of consumption. Mm. I don't know. You might make it. You might not. I diagnose everybody with either consumption or hysteria <laughs> and send them on their way. What else? What else? What other jobs are there? There's prostitute. Right. Uh, there's piano player or player well, piano roll switcher. <laughs> right. Depending on the town and how modern it is. Right. Neither of us would be good prostitutes, I don't think. No. We're bad salespeople. Mm. Yeah, we're, we don't have the uh, like I confidence. wouldn't be able to upsell. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to like, oh, choose me over all these other right. things. Right, I'd be like, oh, I'm all right. I don't want to oversell yeah, you on exactly. me. I mean, I'll do <laughs> yeah. anything. Right. <laughs> That's what I bring <laughs> over all these beautiful women. <laughs> I'll just do anything. Um. I don't think I'm brave enough to be one of those uh, grizzled bartenders that, like, it's just kind of like, uh, like, he'll pour you a drink, but, like, when shit goes down, all he does is, is like, turns his back. He he's ducks. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not very good at cards, so I couldn't be a card shark. Right. Uh, I feel like being a blacksmith's probably, like, a, a pretty safe job. I'd always, I think I'd burn myself on the hot metal all the time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, of course you would, Tim. It glows red. It's so hot. Yeah, but like the other the other jobs you went over, like a, a liability of those jobs is that you'd get killed. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd uh, I could get maimed. What happened? Didn't that happen to Johnny Tremaine? He got like uh, maimed with the like a hot iron or something. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm worried about. Right. Uh, yeah, and being a doctor, being a doctor wouldn't be safe either because think think about how many people would come through your doors that would die soon after. Yeah. And people would be like, that doctor let him die. Oh, I could be a preacher. Tim. What? How you going to be a preacher? I'll just talk um, a whole bunch of things about how everybody sinned um, and how they need to repent. See, you'd be one of, you'd be one of those preachers. You wouldn't necessarily have... Uh, like sermons in the church, you would just go around town going. I'd have sermons you're, in the church. When you're I'd be a like, sinner. Yeah, you I'd need tell to them repent. to their faces while they're in my pews. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm thinking of doing it now in modern times. Becoming a preacher. Yeah. Uh, Tim, this is a topic for another time, but I've given serious thought into starting a cult. Yeah. Like a lot of thought. I think I'd be really good at it. I don't know if you have the confidence. That, yeah, that's the biggest thing. You need the confidence to either think you're right or just have that part of like your brain missing where you just don't care. Yeah, I can either. I think you, you'd you either need a useful idiot mm-hmm. where like you can like control him. Right. A charismatic man with too much confidence. Or I can cut that part out of your brain for you. <laughs> well, either I'm way. Willing to do it. Willing and able. You know which part it is? Yeah. Oh, Tim, you could be a Wild West surgeon. Yeah. You'd be doing a lot of brain stuff, wouldn't you? I would. I'd do so much brain be stuff. you like, uh, let me just fiddle around in there for a little bit. Yeah. See if we can't cure this consumption and hysteria. All right. I think we've covered everything there is to know about uh, cowboys today. Yeah. If you like the show, you can go to tcgt.com to find out more. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your pal Tim. And if you want to support the show, you can support our sponsors. You can also do, hey, holidays are coming up. If you're doing any shopping on Amazon, a real easy way to support the show is go to tcgt.com slash Amazon. Brings you the same Amazon you know and love. But uh, when you shop through there, we get a little a little taste. Yeah. Uh, and no f- cost to you. And the fun way, tcgt.com slash pledge, where you can uh, get a bunch of uh, fun bonus stuff by being a Patreon supporter, like uh, weekly mini episodes of the news starring Tim and Tom. Yeah. If you like Big Mac talk. <laughs> if you like the Big Mac talk at the top of this episode, you're going to love the news because we're we're tackling all the big news topics like that. Uh, There's a Reddit thing that Kat runs, yeah. uh, and she runs a TCGTE quotes uh, Twitter account that you should follow too. There's too there's too much there's things. Too it's much. Like, but Reddit dot com slash r slash TCGTE. Yeah. I like it when there's discussion there. It gives me something to look at. Gives me something to read. <laughs> Not participate in, just look. I re- I participate sometimes. Yeah. Is there anything else? Are you gonna watch Westworld now? It just seems like such a dang chore. It's not a dang chore. It's a dang pleasure. I don't know. I don't like having to figure things out, Tom. You don't I have don't, to. See, I don't like that's, these things where it's like, oh, you'll never believe the twist. I don't care about the twist. No, 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 no. Because I don't care why they're uh, on that island. They're not on an island. They're in the Old West. And it's not like that. That's what makes it nice. 
that a lot of the mysteries you kind of don't even realize till like a little bit in. You're like, ah, wait a minute. This is mysterious. No, it's just kind of like, oh, they never explained X. And I just kind of took for granted based on like, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, other things in the genre that this was the case. But I guess they never spelled that out. Huh. Let hmm. me let me start paying attention to this little thing. Honestly, the biggest thing why I think you would like it is the later episodes get into like how the theme park is. Oh, wrong. that's what I want to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, you had me at theme park. That's my biggest missing genre. Tim, how much would you love a show, a drama that just took place behind the scenes at a Disney World-esque theme yeah. park. And you know nothing, what? Nothing higher, higher uh Yeah, there's no like, concept oh, but really it's, a, it's, nope. it's uh, the, the president of the company is no. evil and he's trying to, no. I want the West Wing, but set in Disney World. I want that. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Remember when that movie uh, came out, uh, Compliance or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it was like about that fucked up thing that happened with the uh, at uh, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah. But like the first fifteen <laughs> minutes of that movie was just how a fast food restaurant like runs. How day-to-day. like the management works at a fast food yeah. restaurant. And I was and, just yeah. like, I could watch hours of this. <laughs> yeah. And then, Netflix like, some... greenlight a twenty-three episode one-hour drama about this, yeah. and I'm in. All right. We should talk to Aaron Sorkin. He's my uncle. Yeah, we should talk to Uncle Aaron about uh, about West Wing at Disney World. Honest, I swear to God, mark my words, there's going to be something people go back to and they're like, oh, he was right. Let's Look at it now. Let's develop the show, Tom. Oh, God. I, would, I, I don't want to develop it. I just want to watch it. Let's get blackout drunk and write the pilot script. All right. Uh, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.